Hey gamers, it's Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 10 of our podcast that we originally recorded on January 20th of 2014. Some of the news stories we discussed, we found a new website called How Long to Beat. It's at howlongtobeat.com and definitely worth checking out. Microsoft acquired Gears of War from Epic. We talk about Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, some of the frame rate comparisons between Xbox One and PS4, GTA V meets Rapture, we also talk about some of the games we're playing now, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, as well as Skyrim Dragonborn. We also hit on a couple of games that we want to play. Hope you enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi. With me, as always, is my co-host, Greg Martin. What? And we are on episode 10. We are in double digits. <laughs> I was still just like panning that out for as long as I could. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so, so double digits, it's an exciting day, Joe. Um, in, in fact, to celebrate the occasion, I drew a picture for everybody. Uh-oh, it's picture pages. Yeah, picture pages. It's, Uncle Greg. Yeah, Uncle Greg. Here we go. Uncle Greg with pictures, so... Here we go. Uh, we love you, Antarctica. That's from Northeast Ohio. We love you. Um, this is a car crash. That's Justin Bieber down there, by the way. Uh, his car blew up. Um, this is what happens every day when you walk out of the house. Uh, the wind blows your hair in all different directions. You get snow in your face. And this is me hunting a polar bear because I hate him. And Peter. Why do you hate polar bears? Why you got to be like that? Because I needed the paradox of having to say I love Antarctica and then killing a polar bear. And I'm pretty sure Pete is going to hate us now. Yeah, there that's, great. that's there, great. There, there, there's the picture for the week of dead Justin Bieber and me shooting a polar bear. Uncle Greg. Someone has way too much time on their hands. Did I did that way like, too much time on their hands? I did that like two minutes before we started the show. <laughs> I was like, we need something to celebrate 10, and that was it. The Antarctica picture. Well, <laughs> for as cold as it's going to be tonight, that's probably about the best way to describe it around here. Yeah, because, you know, it's great living in northeast Ohio. This, this summer, this winter is freaking crazy, man. That sucks ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of this already. So what are you going to do when it warms up? Enjoy it, like I always do. See, what's going to happen is I'm going to be the stereotypical Ohioan and bitch about it when it gets too hot. I, I never complain. Never See, complain do. when it gets too hot. I complain and, when it gets too cold. <laughs> it screws with my allergies so bad when it gets hot. Like the first week of summer or something, I'm just in here in front of the air conditioner. That's it. I can't go outside. I can't do anything because if I do, I just have like an hour-long sneezing attack and I'm that's dead. Why, that's why they make allergy pills and nose sprays. I can't. They, dude, I'm immune to them. You want to know why? It's a fucking polar. It's a polar bear. I said, what did that polar bear bite you? You have some <laughs> sort of polar disease now. Yes. <laughs> so a bitch. Okay. I'm angry. Wow. All right. That's a, that. That was the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> We're, thank, we're you for, thank you we're, for um, watching episode 10. We are done. We'll be back next week talking about some games. With another dead polar bear. <laughs> I'll actually be wearing the coat that time. 
Uncle Greg. All right. We can be found. What I'm playing now at gmail.com. Um, send us some emails. Follow us on Twitter. What I'm playing now. Drop the G. Look for us on Facebook, although I haven't done anything yet. Um, I'll try to start this week. There's been a lot going on. And just getting by lately. Dude, that's, so, what, that's what you got to do, man. On to the news. Dun, dun, dun. So one of the games I'm going to be talking about in what I'm playing now, in the what I'm playing now section, was Brothers of Tale of Two Sons. Because that was the free game for PlayStation Plus last week, I think, or the week before. I think it was last week. Look at you swallowing up them free games, man. So, dude, it's if you if if you don't have PlayStation Plus and you own any Sony product, that's insane. See, that's what I say too, right? But I'm looking for all the Vita stuff now, and there aren't really any compelling Vita things, like Vita specific things. There's quite a few Vita things out there. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing I'm interested in. Well. I need a bigger memory card because there are a couple of things I do want to download. I wanted to download that new Ali Ali game. I didn't. See it just that. came out this week. Uh, it just, I think it just came. I think it came out last week towards the end of last week. It's like a little side-scrolling 2D skateboarding type game, oh. reminiscent of old school Tony Hawk. Um, and it's everybody says it's like kind of really hard. It's got like a learning curve to it. It sounds like. Really? Like, see, it's kind of hard to get a feel for it and everything, but once you do, you become super addicted to it, they say. And I've read this on several different sites. So it's on sale for PlayStation Plus for like 1050 or something like that. Um, so I, I want to pick it up, but I don't have enough room on my, mem- on my memory card. So I'm really eyeing that Japanese 64 gig that's on Amazon, and I may, 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 may purchase that. So... Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm tired. <laughs> I just had to get you shit for it. One of the things, though, when I was looking at the Brothers of Tale of Two Sons, I found a website, How Long to Beat. And it's actually howlongtobeat.com. And I don't know, have you ever seen this website before? I had never seen it. I was no. looking to see how long it would take to beat Brothers because I was like, can I knock this out You know, real quick? I heard it's a short game. And I start looking around, and I'm like, they actually have people on here that they talk about main story, main story and extras, unlockable, you know, if you want to be a completionist, how long it's going to take you and everything. And I was like, this is, this is fucking awesome. This has got some really nice stats on there. And the way they have everything compiled, I thought this was pretty cool, and I had never seen this before. Yeah, I, I was looking at this, and I thought, you know, this would have saved me, like, See, I'm that kind of asshole who plays a game, and I'll get halfway through it, and the story will intrigue me so much that I'll go like on Wikipedia or something, and I'll look at what the rest of the story is. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> but then I go back and play the game, and I'm just like, I'm still surprised at what happens. Like, I never read it, which is like, it's like, oh, wow, that really did happen. Wikipedia didn't lie. No, there's sometimes where I sit there and cuss at a game, and I'm like, just get me to the end already, because I just want to see the end and move on to another game. Yeah, you're that completionist guy. Yep, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do... I don't want to say completionist in that, you know, I go for every trophy or every... or every unlockable or anything like that. Right. But I do like to play... I do like to see the end of the end, endings of games. Oh, no, I I totally understand that. 
you know, I like to see endings of games too, but by the same token, you know, I'm also extraordinarily impatient. Trust me, I am one of the most impatient people around. I mean, why do you think I came home? Like, well, how do you think I finished P4G so fast? Like, that's all I did was I came home and I'm just like, okay, can I beat the game now? No. Okay, can I beat the game now? No. Yeah, you did beat that. That's insane. I'm I'm up to about sixty hours in, and I think I'm going into the last guys, the last one of the last dungeons. Uh. We'll see though. Don't tell me. I don't want to know wait, anything. No, no, which which dungeon is it? Just just for shits and giggles. The police detectives. The nail. Oh. Naotos. Uh, Naotos. Yeah, Naoto. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going into his. So don't say anything. Don't don't ruin it for I, me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going I, into his dungeon, so you know I'm, where I'm at. <laughs> Dude, I do. We figured that out last time. But I shouldn't say anything to you. I really didn't. I played it some over the past week, but not like I was the week before. This past week, I really didn't do a whole heck of a lot of gaming, let's say. I just dabbled with things here and there. It well, was... there, there, there was a specific reason for that, though, I'm, I'm sure. But Yes, there was. You know, that that's excusable, but... So... We'll, we'll give you a buy on that one. You got a buy week. Uh, yes, I yeah, I needed a buy week, so... <laughs> but I, I thought this, um, How Long to Beat was a pretty cool site... Um, I'm definitely going to have this bookmarked and check it out from now on because once I saw the brothers in there, I was like, oh, well, what about Persona? I start looking up all the Persona games and everything, and they have them all in here and everything, and some of that stuff is insanely long. I oh, mean, yeah. Some of that oh, shit's yeah. just crazy. Now, I, guess the, I guess the next question is, is this going to – are you going to look at this for future game purposes and or purchases, and is this going to affect your purchasing decisions for games? No, no, I don't, I don't think – I don't think time really has ever come into play for me for a game and made me decide. I kind of just wanted to know if I can knock out brothers while the wife was at work Sunday. <laughs> so I started it. I started it Sunday morning, and I was like, "Can I finish this before she comes home so I have something to fucking talk about on the podcast?" <laughs> that was true. That was really exactly what I was thinking when I started the thing. So. <laughs> I wanted to know if it was like a three-hour game, six-hour game. When I saw it was like a three, three-and-a-half-hour game, you know, I was like, I could do this. So like, and I did. Done. I did. I started it and finished it. And I, when when we get to it, I will talk about it. But, I mean, completion is for Persona 4 Golden, 136 hours. Main story, 68 hours. Yeah, they, I mean, you know, that's just some crazy-ass numbers. Yeah, I mean, for like total 100% completion, I could see the 160 some or the 100-some-odd hours easy. Yeah, 136. Um, yeah, core game definitely. That's about right. Sixty some odd. That's about right. Yeah. So, um, I'm getting there. I'm still liking it. I'm really enjoying Persona Four. Still having a blast with it. As you should. I got a couple of my um, social links maxed. I got the Yukiko one maxed because she's my girlfriend. She's in love with me. Um, I got the uh, Joe. Who isn't in love with you? That's, I, the, I, that's I, the real question. I don't know. I don't. I mean, yeah, so you, that's, you've that's got just, that. You've got the trophy. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got that trophy for the you know everybody loves you on Persona Four, but then you got a real life trophy where it's just like everybody loves me. <laughs> um, and I did the uh, I did the soccer one, the sport one. I maxed out as well. Oh, with Daisuke? Yeah. I see. I'm still working on his. Yeah, I maxed. I maxed him out with the other guy. Um, 
And then I just got a new one by working at the hospital. Have you worked at the hospital on your second playthrough? Because I think you said you did it on your first playthrough. Yeah, my second one I'm doing the hospital because the first one I did the daycare. Yeah, I've only been to the daycare once. I've do- I've been to the hospital more. That one was the- that one at the daycare was really fucking annoying. I hated that one. Yeah, I did it once, and I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't. I just went. <laughs> I don't like I went, kids. I went to the hospital. I went to the hospital, and at the hospital, you actually unlock two. Oh wow! If you did not know that, Spoiler. no, I didn't. Woo-hoo. See, I got see, I got you one up on the whole game, but you got me on these like little parts. So it's like <laughs> two slinks are at the hospital, bro. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. No. I, yeah, yeah. I unlocked. So, well, have you have you have you started working at the hospital? Yeah. So, have you unlocked one one of the slinks? One of them, yeah. Okay. There's another one. You'll find it. I, I'll look for it. <laughs> I'll find it, dude. Trust me. So that was how long to beat. Um, check it out, people. If you have never been there before, like I said, in all of the time I've spent gaming, I didn't, never even thought that somebody had a site put together on basically, you know, how long it takes people to beat games. Thought it was just kind of cool. Um, one of the other news stories we were talking, we we're going to talk about Candy Crush Saga King. Yes, douchebags of the world. And, and I, I knew since you were a developer, you'd, you'd want to talk about this one some. So that's yeah. one of the reasons why I threw it in here because I wanted to get your opinion on this. These guys so, are, well, here's my opinion. These guys are dicks. Oh, dude, I hope, I hope that their games just, just burn and just. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even have words to like, say it. I don't even. I'm speechless. Like they're just sitting there coding, and all of a sudden their PC blows up, and like, well, I guess that's that. Well, I mean, first of all, last week it all started off that they were starting to send out, I don't want to say cease and desist, but they were starting to send out like what sounded like lawsuits and everything um, to people that were using um, candy in their game or like Saga. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, that, it's that stereotypical Apple bullshit where they try to copyright words in the English language. So, like, if anybody else uses that word, you owe them a royalty, or they just, like, nope, whatever you're doing, just don't right. do it. And, but, it's, but it sounds like, you know, they were just being kind of dicks about it, and they were they were doing it because they just want to try to protect their IP, Candy Crush Saga, and, and I don't know. It's I really don't think you can you should be allowed to trademark words like that. Hell but no. then, but but then another story comes out where the stuff that they were doing, where people who were possibly Im- impeding upon their IP or maybe making games that were similar to their Candy Crush, they did themselves. They hired a third-party developer development team who made a game called Packavoid, which is basically a complete ripoff of Scamper Ghost. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, we'll pull this pack avoid game down." So it's like, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are sending out papers to other publishers and distributors, but yet you did the same thing yourself. When I read that, I was just like, "Oh, these people just need to just go down." Yeah, yeah, they do. I was like, "This is like the lowest form of shit that I have ever seen before." Yeah, I mean, here's the here's the thing. What King 
what King did and is continuing to do is complete and total bullshit, right? Everybody over there just needs kicked in the throat like 30 times. <laughs> they're, they're fucks, every single one of them. But actually, the worst people are the people that they paid to make the copies of, that, of those games and the people that did it, right? I mean, how much of a fuck do you have to be to realize that somebody else did that work and you're legit copying off of them for three grand to sit in a basement for a week? Well, I feel sorry for all the people that actually pay and buy into the whole Candy Crush saga thing. And for as popular as it is, it's just it's just a shame that people are actually supporting a a developer like this and a company like this, considering how well, how I, low they are. Well, let, let's put it this way: Candy Crush saga. Who plays that? Retards on Facebook, right? They don't know any better. They they don't know the kind of stuff that King does. They they probably don't even know that King makes the game. Yeah. You know, so they don't understand things like, oh, King's a bad company or King's full of assholes. They're just like, oh, Candy Crush Saga, let me send 30 invites to my friends. And yeah, it, my, and my wife sends them to me all the time. Yeah, and every time I see – I have friends on Facebook that send them to me, and every time I see them, I just want to punch them. Yes. I, 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 I'm sorry. I get really pissed off when I see stuff like this. These, these guys are dicks. Yeah, I was just really I will I will definitely never play any of their games again. I will definitely be boycotting them. Um I don't care how good of a game they make, however however addictive any of their games are. Um I was never a Candy Crush fan to begin with. I played it a couple of times and thought it was just a stupid match 3 and just could not get into it like other people have gotten into it. Right. No, so, good match 3 is frozen on Android. That's a great match. There you go. We've talked about that before. Yeah, and I, that's because I played the shit out of it. <laughs> Aside from the micropayments, it's a good game. They're not, and Disney, well, I mean, they've got their own track record for making, you know, micropay games. And I think that's what everybody's pissed over, but they're not king. They're not going right. out there and attacking people for doing stupid shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Next story. <laughs> Next story. Have you ever played any of the Gears of Wars? Dude, I am a Gears whore. Really? Yes. Are you serious? Because I didn't think you had a 360. I don't, but here's the thing. Gears of War 1 came out. My buddies and I all stayed up all night playing Gears and finished it the same day we bought it. Same thing happened Holy with crap. Same thing happened with Gears 2. And with Gears 3, I actually went and rented a 360 from the local brick-and-mortar video store. So oh, I my could, God. So I could play the game. Yeah. Dude, I fucking love Gears. You want to talk about somebody who mastered the reloaded controls? That's me. <laughs> I can hit that bitch every time. All right. Well, I played Gears 1. I never play, I played a little bit of 2. I never played 3 or any of the other ones. Um, I like it. I think it's a good game. And Microsoft actually bought the actual franchise from Epic today. Hmm. That was some of the big news that was floating around. So... Basically, for this next generation, you have Halo and Gears of War probably going to be exclusive to the Xbox One. Big shocker. So, I thought that was rather interesting. Not that I ever really thought Gears of War was going to be coming to the PlayStation 4 at all, but now it definitely will not. Well, I mean... What's the big loss? I mean... It Microsoft's got their big IPs. Sony's got their IPs. You know, this is just another way of solidifying the fact that you know, if you want to play Gears, it's going to be on the Xbox. Yeah. You know, and, and to you say what you want about the Xbox, Gears is a fucking awesome game. Oh, definitely, definitely, dude. 
if there were ever a reason I would buy a 360 or an Expo, and it would be for Gears. Yeah, and, I, and I, re- I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. That first one was awesome, dude. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. The game was so awesome. Got killed so many times on the last boss. <laughs> <laughs> I never finished the first one. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Kim might have got that for me for my birthday when it first came out that first year. Uh-huh. Whenever Deliverance Day or whatever the hell, not Independence Day, whatever it was called, Divergence Day or whatever, there was one day I th- that they had a, there was one time they had a name for it. What it was called when it was came out. Um, uh, the day Gears came out. No, there was a name for it. Silly. Uh, Gears Day. Um, but I think she bought that for me for my birthday that first year. Wow. I think I think I can't remember. But I think that's what that's when I got that. And yeah, I, I really like that. We tried to do two player co op on that, and she just wasn't she just wasn't having it. It was kind of hard to do split screen. Yeah, that was the that was the hard thing we had doing with that one. Um, I mean, it was still it was still kind of difficult even with the with the later ones because they they still had split screen with those. Right. Um, we eventually just said you know balls to it and got a a big ass forty two inch and we're playing it that way. There you and go. That, that worked out really well. And, oh man, once once you start playing gears with people who are really good at it, oh, <laughs> dude, you can't go back, dude. It, it gives it, it gives Halo multiplayer a run for its money. Really? Wow, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, but then again, I wasn't really a big Halo guy. I, I, I I'm liked, not a big Halo guy either. No, I liked the first one. The second one was probably my favorite. Uh, that was actually the first one I beat on Legendary. And then the third one I beat on legendary, but I just I, I just remember seething rage when I was playing that game, and I, I just I can't go back to it. But the second one was really good. I never uh, finished any of the Halos either. Just <laughs> I played I played through a lot of the first one, um, but I'm just I'm not I just never really liked Halo that much. My brother huge. My brother was big into Halo. He was actually bigger. He might have been bigger into Gears though, because I remember he played the first two. He mm-hmm. played the first one. I think he finished the first one with several different guys, with several different buddies, multiple times. I think they played through that first one, and maybe even the second one as well. Uh, Gears or Halo? Gears, Gears. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, dude, that doesn't surprise me. So that doesn't surprise. But yeah, this this is pretty good, pretty good stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure the Gears quality will stick, even though Microsoft owns it. Uh, at least you would hope so. They they better be really careful with that. Well, it'll be interesting to see because. I mean, Cliffy B is no longer with Epic, so right. it'll it'll be really interesting to see what actually happens to the next Gears. Uh, do they do a whole reboot and basically restart the whole the whole series over for the next generation of games for the X-Bone? I, uh, you to know, me, the, to me, they almost need to. Yeah, to but me, it know, seems like it needs to. Right, but you know what this leads into is, is it leads into a really scary conversation. Sorry, my back's really itchy for some reason. I don't fucking know why. Um, this leads into a really scary conversation about franchise reboots. Kind of like what we talk about almost constantly with Tomb Raider. Um, what are the few successes of a franchise reboot? But, I mean, that's really murky water you're walking in there because you're talking about, you know, fucking with existing characters, existing storylines. These are, you know, clearly recognizable characters to people and a recognizable storyline. And you risk alienating a lot of your fans by doing that. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's what the solution for the Xbox would be, 
Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, the the ending of three didn't really leave it open for a whole lot of, at least it, to me, it didn't. But you know, because they because after three they were they were released, you know, side games, but it always backpedaled on, you right. know, shit that happened before the ending of three. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens there. So yeah, that that one's a wait and see one. But next. Yeah. Is a story you threw up here about Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider, the, the definitive edition. Easy for me to say, the, the definitive edition um, coming out PS4 and Xbox. Um, and from basically what it sounds like, the PS4 one may look a little bit better and play a little bit smoother than the Xbox one. Right. So here's the thing: it, the, the the story I posted, uh, really geeky article about. <laughs> I don't know if you read into that, Joe, but uh, th- this one went pretty in depth about frame rate comparisons and and you know like is the Xbox three you know Xbox uh, capped at 30 FPS, whereas the the PS4 is clearly hitting 60 or you know fluctuating between them and stuff like that. And and they took that and applied it to Tomb Raider. Um, the cool thing is that I think Tress FX actually works on the PS4 from the way the article was sounding. And well, they're, they're, it's all it's all both the Xbox One and PlayStation Four are AMD guts. Right, but I don't think they I don't think Tress FX is working on the Xbox. I'm not I I can't be sure about that, but they. I'm not make, too sure about that either. It didn't make any mention because you can have AMD hardware. Right, but right. It may or may not support the Tress FX. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's that, that is a little newer. So I yeah right. I don't know if it's on either of them, but. Well, it is on the PS4. Okay. Yeah, the PS4 definitely runs it, and um, what they were noticing was that the PS4 version of Tomb Raider, it's uncapped with the frame rate. Uh, it does fluctuate a lot between, I think it was 32 and 60 frames per second, depending on you know whatever was going on at the screen at the time. But overall, the quality for the PS4 version was better than what was available on the Xbox. Um, now, the price you pay with that, obviously, is when you have frame rate disparities, the control doesn't seem as smooth as it would if you cap the frame rate. And, you know what I mean? So, right. The X-Bone might have a little more smooth controls, whereas the PS4 might look a little better. Uh, but most people really won't notice. I mean, if you're just playing the game to play the game, you're probably not going to notice a difference. It's going to be really hard to tell, unless if you actually put the two next to each other, kind of like they have in the video there. Yeah. I mean, short of doing something like that, it you you probably won't notice some of this stuff as mm-hmm. you're playing through the game because both games are probably going to look pretty fucking good anyway. Dude, I mean, let's let's get let's get the obvious fact out of the way. The new Tomb Raider is gorgeous. No matter where you play it, I mean, if you play it on a PC that doesn't have Tress FX, or if you play it on a PC that does have Tress FX, it's an awesome looking game. You know, you're you're gonna you're gonna have a, a graphics motor either way. So, but definitely yeah. play, play it on the PS4 if you got it, though. And this is this is something I may pick up, um, maybe rent or something on the PS4. Have you played uh, like, the new Tomb Raider? No. I, I didn't think you did. No, I did not, and so I will definitely, probably, if I do play it, it would be on the PS4. Yeah. Uh, I, so. would, I would like to hear your thoughts on that. If you play it, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Well, hopefully I can finish up some of these games I'm currently working on, and like Persona Four, <laughs> like Perso- like Persona Four, and <laughs> I got to get back to Assassin's Creed Four. 
Damn, man, you still haven't finished that? I've been playing. I got 60 hours into Persona 4. What's wrong with you? I haven't even touched Assassin's Creed, really, since I got the Vita. Yeah, you, you've got the problem I do where I haven't really... T- aside from... And the one I'm playing now, aside from that, that was the one deviation I've had from the Vita this whole time. And it, and it's it's interesting because I was going back I was going back and listening to some of the earlier episodes, and in episode two, we actually made a lot of remarks about you know not having a Vita and looking at it <laughs> and, being, and being really scared about getting one because nobody has one. And now that we have one, it's just like Vita. What? There's something else other than Vita. Yeah, I mean it's. When I'm not playing Persona 4, I'll usually just grab the Vita real quick and pull up Splunky and just sit there and screw around with Splunky for a little while, which is just a, an annoying little game that is really good. and, play, and it, it plays really well on the Vita. I, I still need to pick that one up. Ooh, cat. What's that? I found a cat. Oh, I thought one of my cats was like... No, somebody somebody posted a picture of Paprika on Google+. Plus. Mm. Paprika's a good cat. All right, next story. Yeah. Um, um, this is the one Game Jam game. Dude. I, I, I'm just going to let you talk about this one because I don't know to even start about I, this one. I, I don't either. I just This is so fucking weird. Where did you even? I, I, well, I guess you found the story off on Kotaku, but what? It was, it was on Twitter. Okay. It was on Twitter, and and I have to admit, the title caught my eye alone, and that's why I looked at the article. So that. the title is called "How Do You Do It." It was made at the Global Game Jam 2014 by Emmett Butler, Nina Freeman, art by Jonathan Kataka, Kataka and audio by Deckman Koss. Um, and from the little two-minute video that um, I watched here. This game's fucking insane. I don't, you see what I mean? Like I don't even know what to. I. I, I it's think a little it just, girl playing with two dolls, trying to get them to basically kind of have sex or something, is what it looked like from the yeah, video. That's what the it mother, is. Well, the mother leaves the house, and the girl picks up these two little Barbie and Ken dolls and just starts banging them together. I was <laughs> like, I'm like, what? What is this shit that you put here? I. I, I don't know. I, I just was like, oh, that looks weird. And then I watched a video and I'm like, oh, fuck me. Really? And then I was, I was like, okay, we'll show it to Joe. See what he says. I, I, I don't even know what to say. I was I, just like, I'm, I'm, I was kind of, I was, I don't even know. That was just, that was just messed up. So this is kind of like the, this is kind of like the conceptualization of what happens of a, Innocent, curious mind when they're left to their devices, right? <laughs> and innocent, yes. curious mind about the human body when they're left to their devices, more specifically, not just you know, oh, I wonder what happens if I jump out the window. No, it's like, oh, I have these two naked dolls, but that seemingly represent male and females. What happens with them? And I, I, it just never fails to amaze me. The things that you see, like, like the concepts you see, get put into a game, never fails to amaze me. Because when you see shit like this, yeah, I, I was I was really surprised about that one because I just, ugh. I w- I didn't know where they were going at first, and then when I saw what she started doing, I'm like, huh, interesting. Okay, <laughs> I was like, 
And then it's funny because there's almost the tension to the game when the when you hear the car door outside and the girl knows the mother's coming to the house and she like instantly drop down drops the dolls and she's sitting there like I'm not, I'm not doing anything I ain't doing shit. What, I, what, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? These dolls are just sitting here. I didn't touch them. So it, yeah, I mean it plays on the whole you know the whole thing like I said before it plays on that, but then it's also like the whole you done something wrong aspect that you need well, to hide from your parents. The funnier thing was at the end of the at the end of the video, the uh, it came up on the screen. You know, you might have done sex fifty three times. Is what is what it showed, and I just kind of sat there and was like. Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> because those dolls were those dolls were just like smacking into each other. I was like, "What?" I was I'm like, "That to... actually that actually counts for one." Like, I'm, try... I'm trying to conceptualize how this would work. Like if you like if you go like this, <laughs> <laughs> you might have had sex forty times. That was that was very interesting. So <laughs> that goes well, in the that that goes in the. Uh... Bizarre Encounters of 2014 yeah. Basket. While our mind's in the gutter, let's go underwater with GTA 5. Yeah! That was a hell of a fucking segue. <laughs> I don't know how you get underwater with that unless you're, like, trying to take the dolls in the bathtub. <laughs> um, so, basically, I heard about this today on Twitter, one of the things. I really didn't look into it too much until you had posted the story into the into the into our news news parts. So somebody it sounds like on a modded PS3 was able to move some files around and basically sink all of Los Santos underwater and drive around in a submarine and swim around and do all sorts of crazy stuff. It looked it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I I I don't necessarily think this was inspired by by Bioshock or the or the Rapture thing. Yeah, um, I, I kind of agree with you on that. No, I, I don't think it, it. It's just a nice comparison to make because you know it's kind of like taking one game franchise that's kind of cool, even though they pissed me off over the VGX, and then taking another game franchise that I love, and it's like, oh, here's the baby. So. But the concept of sinking Los Santos underwater, and then I think the best thing I saw while I was watching this video, and I laughed my ass off irrationally hard about this, was when it showed the cars floating up. Yes, yes. I was trying to say the video. The video I watched because the cars floating everywhere, and you just got the submarine just going right around. Or when the guy jumped out of the plane, I, I think they show during the one video they show someone guy jumping out of a plane, and he's just floating through the air. Yeah. And damn, he just kind of hits the water and just starts swimming. And I'm like, that's to me that just reminded me something more of um, Saints Row than something out of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I mean, I I would really love to because I I saw that and I'm thinking, well, what would it be like if I played San Andreas like that, or you know what I mean? Because I played the shit out of San Andreas. Uh, or even GTA 3. Yeah. Going back, going back and trying to play some of the older ones like that, that would be really cool. Uh, it's pretty cool, though, since this was done for the PS3. I wonder um, if somebody's actually going to make this mod um, whenever Grand Theft Auto 5 comes out for the PC, because I know a lot of people want this to come out for the PC. Um, I'm still hoping for it to come out for the PS4, so I can maybe play it this year on the PS4. I'd rather do a high-def version of Grand Theft Auto 5 then play it on the PS3, so I don't know, we'll have to wait and see, but definitely something cool, definitely something to check out some of the videos of Los Santos underwater. Yeah, definitely. 
And from underwater to running across the land, dun, 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 dun. Guy has spent three years trying to walk to the end of Minecraft, which is known as the Farlands. Yeah, which actually has been removed in newer versions. Yeah, but I I guess the thing is, sure, he can run there, but can't he just fucking teleport there in the game? Well, some... <laughs> I was like, why is this guy spending three years to doing this shit? Just teleport the damn thing out there. What? Uh, okay, so here's the thing. This guy started this a long, long time ago. right? I remember hearing about this when I first started playing Minecraft. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember this as well. And he originally started it as kind of like a joke if I remember correctly, because a lot of people were doing exactly what you said was, you know, somebody looked at a map editor, figured out, hey, there is a point in this game where the map generation code just foobars on itself, and that's what you get is mm -hmm. the Far Lands. So they were TPing out there and all this other shit and looking at it. And yeah, yeah, you know, it's cool to actually to TP out there, but the thing that's interesting is that the Minecraft worlds are actually so fucking huge that this is what happens. It literally will take you that long to get over there. Well, it uh, says in his three years, he's only got about 700 kilometers, and the point at which the Farland starts is around 12,000. Right. So he's got a ways to go. Oh, yeah. He's got but a couple more years ahead of him. He's also been. He's also had some uh, charity work for this, too. He, Which is pretty cool. Right. When, that part, that, when I read that, I thought that part was pretty sweet. Yeah, I believe when he first started that, uh, he did some live stream work for charity and I don't remember who he did it for precisely, but I know the I know the funding went to charity. Um I don't think he's done a live stream for charity anymore. I mean, how many times can you live stream for charity when walking on Minecraft? You know? But it would be interesting to see how long it takes him to actually walk there. I mean clearly he's not sitting there with Minecraft running twenty four seven with something pasted on the W key just, you know, walking aimlessly and, and having some auto jump script to clear whatever blocks are in front of him. But uh yeah, it would be really cool to see how long it takes him to actually finish it. Now, Minecraft worlds now, I believe, are a little bit larger than that. Yeah, but see, I, got, I, I guess the thing is, if he did it in an... He wouldn't be able to do it in an adventure game, but he might be able to do it in the sandbox game because the mobs probably wouldn't kill him in the sandbox. Right, I mean, he could just set his... Well, I mean, he could set his game mode to zero. Yeah. You know, and then just keep walking forever and ever and ever. Or he might even make it interesting. I see. I didn't watch the live stream, so I don't know how he did this. But he might. Yeah, even I'm gonna. It... I'm gonna have to watch one of the videos for a little bit and actually check it out and see. Yeah, I mean, because it would be really interesting to see, like, if he left his game mode on normal. What he should have done was he should have done an Iron Man style, right? He should have put it on like the hardest difficulty and then just started walking. And then just yeah, that would that would have been interesting, but that would even that would be, pro prolong this even further. I mean, it, because you would have to take breaks every night. You wouldn't be able to just run through everything. There's, right. I mean, there's no way you'd be able to do anything. You'd be digging into the ground every time nighttime would come. Right, but how how much street cred would he get if he pulled that off? Right. I mean, that dude. I, I would have. Oh, that would, for, I'd have him over for dinner. Definitely, definitely. That would be one hell of a feat <laughs> if you would be able to do that. That's that'd be a, that'd be one hell of an accomplishment. Well, Joe, there's our new live stream. Yeah, I'm not doing that. That's all you, buddy. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the what I'm playing now part of our show where we talk about games we're playing right now. So I mentioned I was playing Splunky. Uh, I've been screwing around with pinball g games on the PS4 still, um, playing some Don't Starve on PS4. Um, but the one game that I did play and finish over the weekend 
well, mainly yesterday, was Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. I had heard quite a bit about this game last year. Uh, I know it was on quite a few people's top ten list. Um, I heard it was supposed to be a really, really good game. I will say the story was pretty darn good. The story was pretty outstanding. There were a couple of times in the game where I thought I wasn't really too too keen on the controls. Um, the way the characters interacted was really was really different. There's there's really no English speaking in the game. They kind of just have their own language, almost like a sim talk where the brothers kind of just talk to each other and kind of motion to each other as to what they're doing. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like, I'm a Harvey. I'm it's, a Harvey, you're it's, it's not that bad. It's not as bad <laughs> as the Sims language. The Sim language is really fucked up. No. I mean, so it's, it's, it's not as bad as that, but it's, it's different. Now, I don't know if you know anything about this game. It's a single-player game, and you have these two brothers who it's kind of like a co-op um, puzzle platformer. The thing is, you're controlling both brothers. So the left stick controls the older brother. The right stick controls the younger brother. And whenever you want them to interact, you basically hold in like R2 or L2. Wow. So a lot of the puzzles, you really have to use the two of them together and really have good control over them to get through a lot of the puzzles. It's, it's some of the puzzles are tricky. Some of the puzzles are really obvious. Some of some of them, I had to sit there for a minute and look around and be like, "What do they want me to do here?" Oh, okay, I got this. Oh, now, dude. the one thing I did notice in playing the game, I probably made it through about three quarters of the damn game before I even got a trophy. And I was wondering, I was like, "Does this game not have any fucking trophies in it?" I'm like, "What am I doing wrong?" Because I thought I was being, I thought I was exploring quite a bit. I thought I was playing the game more than just trying to run through it and finish it. So I sat there, and when I got to the one point, I go, I'm going to pause right here. And let me pull something up on a wiki. Let me see if this ha- they have any trophies. And just by chance, the one walkthrough I found, I was right by a trophy, so I read the, what I needed to do when I unlocked the trophy. And then I unlocked uh, one shortly right after that. And I think I only did two trophies through the whole game before I finished it. You were looking for how to you were looking for how to get a trophy, and then oh, you get a trophy for looking how to get a trophy. Well, no, no, I was <laughs> it was funny because the part the point I was at in the game, I was literally just like right by one of the trophies to kick it off, and I was like, oh, well, let me just go do this then. But it was it was really odd because I like I said I played through like three quarters of the game. I'm like, I haven't seen one fucking trophy pop up yet or anything for this. What? I know this is a short game. Are there? This game has to have trophies. What am I doing wrong? And I guess I just wasn't exploring as much as I should have been, which, like I said, I thought I was. I mean, I wasn't just trying to whiz through, fly through all the puzzles or anything, but it was just really, really crazy that I was missing that many things. So, this, like I said, the story very well, very well put together. Hmm. The story was very well written. Um, for being about a three and a half hour, four hour game, I think it finished it between three and four hours. Um, I would definitely say you would probably like this, mainly just for the story. Yeah, I might have to check that out. I, I my problem though is I hate it. From what you were describing, it sounds like the core mechanic of the game is based on your ability to balance your reaction between your two thumbs for certain things, and I I'm right-handed and I'm not left-handed, so I I'm just gonna like have a seizure with my left hand and it's, screw it's, everything up. 
It's not that bad. Okay. It's it's, de- it's it's not that bad. It's definitely playable, definitely doable. Um, some of the puzzles that will make you think. Some of them does come down to some timing since it does have some platforming aspects to it. But it's definitely not something you wouldn't be able to overcome because it sounds like you're not ambidextrous. I guess I am because I didn't have much of a problem. Well, no, I mean, I, <laughs> dude, I, I, dude, I played, dude, I played bass for for almost ten years now. I, I, I'm, I'm dexterous, but you know, I'm still not confident in my ability to control my other hand. You, God, God, damn, that sounds wrong. You'll be fine. You will be fine. It sounds like you're trying. To, <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to talk me up to like, dude. Don't worry about it, Greg. It's your first time. You know, you just whatever. Just suck it up and just do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back in the water. So, but it was it was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know if it would have been a game that would have made my top ten last year. I thought, like I said, I thought the story was very well written. Um, it definitely had some twists and turns at the end. Stuff I did not see coming were thrown in there. Uh, um, but it's definitely worth a playthrough, especially for as short as it is. It's it's a game you can do in one sitting. It's something you won't get bored with. Uh, I really like the art style of the game. I thought the art style was was pretty unique and different. Right. And it's. And it was it, it was an it was, it was a nice little tale. Yeah, so. I do I do like the art style. Yeah, I'm taking a. I, I was being a dick earlier. I'm getting like ninety thousand things on Facebook for our show, but like, <laughs> uh, but like I I'm I'm starting to look at the artwork now. It actually does look really good. Yes, it was. It's on PC. Nice. I have to get pick it on PC. It, yeah, pick I'm, it up on Steam. Yeah, I'll have to get on PC because I'm still a noobsor and I don't have a PS3 yet or PS4. So, Oh, there's a nice picture of a uh, 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 blonde American Asian lady. Um, what's her nuts? Taylor Swift. There you go. Okie dokie. From the Grammys last night? Yeah, it's at the bottom of the page on Giant Bomb. Okie dokie. Yep, just I wanted to bring everybody up to speed. All right, so you've been playing Skyrim Dragonborn. Yes, as if I already haven't played Skyrim enough in my life. I know, you're 160 hours, wherever the hell you have into it, probably more than I have in Ashron's Call. Well, it, there, there's what I have for online Steam, and then there's what I haven't synced to it yet, and total would probably, probably put me over about 220. Fucking insane. Uh, All right, how is Dragonborn? I never played any of the DLC for Skyrim. I haven't even finished Skyrim, and I'm... About like I I have seventy hours into it <laughs> only. Joe, we need to have a conversation after the show. <laughs> so, Skyrim. Uh, yeah, putting aside the fact that I've modded the game to bits, played it for almost two hundred and fifty hours of my life, which I don't regret in the least because the game's amazing. You've um, got your money's worth out of it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and my phone's gonna die. So, anyways, um, I did play Hearthfire. Uh, Hearthfire is the DLC that lets you build your own house, have your own family, you know, you can adopt little kids and sell them on the black market and all this other shit. Uh, good, good DLC. Uh, bad one to play when you have Dawnguard because Dawnguard is the one where you can turn into a vampire and that pretty much ruins the whole Hearthfire experience because you can't go out in sunlight and blah, blah, blah. Um, Dragonborn, I actually bought this DLC like shit. I think I bought it when it first came out and I completely forgot I had it. 
So it just sat there. And then I'm looking at Skyrim last uh, uh, last week. I was looking at Skyrim like, oh, I have the Dragonborn DLC. Because I was looking at, I have the Nexus Mod Manager. Right. And I, and I was looking at all the mods I had installed, all like ESPs. And then I was looking through the list and I seen Dragonborn. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot I bought that. <laughs> I might want to play that. So free game. Yeah. So, so, so what I did. So what I did is instead of using my normal playthrough, uh, I started a new game. Um, use console commands to auto level myself up to about fifty, and then uh, went out, killed like thirty dragons, and then I started playing Dragonborn. And it's actually a really good DLC. I think the story's a little shallow compared to Dawnguard. It just doesn't feel as enthralling to me. Like, Dragonborn isn't sucking me in for anything other than the the combat and the new armors and weapons that you get from the DLC. Um, Also, there are perks that get added to some of your shouts, and there's even new ones that you can get, too. Like, there's one that'll give you actual dragon armor that comes around you and increases all your stats for... Oh, that's nice. An insane amount of... You can only use it once a day. It's It's like a passive power. You can only use it once a day. Um... But dude, you dude, the buffs you get from that are so amazing. You, you're basically unkillable at that point. Um, there's the ability to ride a dragon, um, but it's very fucking clumsy. You, can't, I, I've, I haven't been able to control the dragon when I'm riding him. I can't. I just can't do it. I don't understand what I'm doing wrong. Like I just, you know, I'm fucking about with the mouse, and, and it, it's just not doing anything. It's because you're not ambidextrous. Uh, apparently not. We've just, we've just proven that. So I, I know. I, it, if my left hand were just a little more nimble, I could pull this off. I, you know, but uh, and and the weird thing with the dragon riding too is that like if some random dragon just attacks you out of nowhere and you use the shout to tame the dragon, what'll happen is you get on the dragon, fly around, and then you tell him to land so you can get off. He'll still hover around you. Okay. But when that shout wears off, he'll fucking fly back down and attack your ass again. I was gonna say once he once you get on the ground, why don't you just kill him? Well, he, that's because he's still friendly. Oh. What'll happen is you land, and he's still he, he's not aggroed. He's still friendly. So when you land, he actually gets up and flies around the air. Now they will attack enemies, kind of like if you summon Dunavir. He will come around and attack enemies and all this shit. Um, but he aggroes again, so he comes back down. You gotta fucking kill him. <laughs> it's it's completely ridiculous. Um, the bad guy in Dragonborn actually seems really cool. I I the story the story there has a lot of ability to just go into something completely insane. Like the the, the bad guy in Dragonborn is the first known Dragonborn ever. Oh wow! Yeah. So I mean, there's a whole shit ton of places that can go. Um. But I, I just haven't finished it yet, and I'd really like to see this story go on for a little bit more. It actually takes place back in Morrowind, believe it or not. Uh, That's it, interesting. It takes place on the island of Solstein. So you're technically not on Vardenfell, but you're close enough to Morrowind that you know the Red Mountain's still there. You've got the ash spawns flying around. It actually plays the Morrowind music in the background, which I thought was really cool. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, That's, interesting. I, That's neat. I, I was walking around, and I'm like, that sounds familiar. I was listening to it and listening to it. I'm like, oh, shit, man. That's some Morrowind music. I was like, just like an instant boner. I was like, yes! But, no, it's, it's it's a really cool DLC so far. I mean, there's a lot of extra content, a lot of side quests to do aside from, you know, the primary Dragonborn one. 
And uh, yeah, I, I would like to see. I just like, would like to see more depth in the story, like there was in Dongar, because Dongar was really good, really, really good. Yeah, I kept meaning to during some of the Steam sales, I kept meaning to pick up some of the different um, DLC for for that, and I just I just never have. I, yeah. I have I have so many hours into it, and I still have yet to finish Skyrim. I something I want to definitely get back into. I just haven't had the chance, and I just since I haven't had a chance to finish the main the main story, I didn't want to drop any of the coin on any of the DLC yet. So sooner or later, I gotta just get it and just suck it up and finish it. So yeah, dude, you, seriously, what's wrong with you? I don't. Dude, I got I got I have way, way too many things to play over here. This is what happens when you're ambidextrous. Is you, is you just start playing random shit. You're not yeah, single minded. That's right. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. I am the <laughs> furthest thing from that. So, did you play anything else this week besides Skyrim? Uh, no, unfortunately, because of issues we talked about before the show. Yes, understandable. Yeah, yeah we, it's been we an you, interesting week. You, you and I both have gone through some some interesting times uh mine might have a little shade of pink in the foreseeable future so yeah yeah that, that, that's gonna be fun so let's get on to what we want to play yes so one of the things that i saw come out over the weekend it might, might have come out last week i watched a video over this over the weekend um middle earth shadow of mordor um there was like an eight minute video that they released for the game um and it looks pretty fucking cool i know lord of the rings games can be completely hit or miss um, I played a bunch of them on back to the PS2. Um, I had uh, I have a lifetime subscription to Lord of the Rings Online, which I really don't even play anymore. I bought that when it first came out, just because I was like, well, let me just drop the two hundred, have a lifetime subscription rather than paying fifteen bucks a month. Probably played it for about six months or so, just like every other MMO, and I probably could have saved myself some money by just <laughs> paying for a six six month subscription instead of the lifetime. But um, oh well. I hey, can go you, back to it anytime I want, I guess. Hey, hey, you know what? That was kind of just like our 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 solid, ever so solid investment in Cube World. <laughs> yes, that I go back to ever so frequently. <laughs> um, but the spoilers. I, I, I deleted my file. Oh no, I still have mine. I'm not. I'm not deleting that damn thing. I paid twenty bucks for a shit. Dude, I I was taking up disk space. I needed to put you know this. I need to put this on there. Yes, you need to get that picture scanned in there. Background desktop <laughs> picture, um, but the graphics. This is. It sounds like this is going to be a next gen game. The graphics on this look really sweet. Um, one of the other things that they're really talking about and pushing with the game is going to be the way the AI plays. So let's say you fight um, a boss mob early in the game and you get into a scuffle with him and you do something to him. Let's say um, there's like this goblin or orc that you throw into the fire. Um, you don't kill him, but he gets burned. Later on, when you confront him again, he remembers you burnt him before. And he and he has a whole dialogue tree and a whole conversation where you've messed with him before. He remembers that, and he wants his revenge on you. And it sounds like this is going to be something that's really, really prevalent in the game. And yeah. it's gonna. it sounds really interesting. I'm wondering how many different ways they can go about this, or if you play through it once, I, you might not hear everything. If you play through it twice, you, it's, it all depends on how much dialogue and how many different ways you can interact with some of the boss mobs and some of the different characters, I guess. Um, 
you have like this wraith ability that you're going to be able to put people like within your spell and be able to control them. Um, they were showing like you controlling one of the orcs or whatever and him basically stabbing that boss guy right in the back during one of his speeches so you can come in and attack him and he's actually weakened. Um, <clears throat> so there's there, there, some really, really wicked things they got coming in here with the AI and it definitely sounds like it's going to be something really cool. So if you haven't watched the 8-minute video, watch that and check it out, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. Um, like I said, I know Lord of the Rings games are hit or miss over the over the years. I'm hoping that this one is actually going to live up to the hype and actually come out pretty good. Uh, from what it looks like so far, they're they're on the right track. Hmm. So That's, that sounds awesome, though, man. the The only thing that looked kind of I don't want to say wrong with it. It almost looked a little Assassin's Creedish. The way you're kind of going through the environment, the way you're traversing some of the buildings and everything, it's almost like a mix with that, adding in some of this other dialogue and specific AI. So if you've just played an Assassin's Creed game, I don't know if, I don't know if it'll fly with you or not. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know. I, I, honestly, AC was never my thing. I, I just could never get into it. It's, a lot of people say that until they play 4. And 4 is awesome. Until you try 4, you can't say you don't like Assassin's Creed. Well, then I need, to come over, I need to come over to your house, and then I need to play AC4 for a bit and see how it goes. Yeah, it's... AC4 just changes the whole thing, and I'm and that game is still outstanding. It's hmm. it, it does take Assassin's Creed to a whole different level. Wow. I, yeah, okay, so that, that'll be plan number one then. So one of the other games that I saw um, a little video for was a game called Jazz Punk, which you just have to watch the video. I can't even describe what the hell it's about. Um, okay, so I'm watching it now. It, look, you're, supposed oh, to watch it, you're supposed to watch it before the show. I didn't see it. Joe, this is what happens when you're, you know, swimming in GTA Five. <laughs> <laughs> um, check out Jazz Punk. I can't say anything else about it. It looks completely fucked up. That's about all I could say. I, I, I'm kind of watching it a little bit. It just it it just looks completely insane. I I can't even describe it. Don't even know what you do in the game or anything. It just looks fucked up. Wait, so but I am I am in it. it it's something that I want to play. What the hell? Exactly. Dude just, fucking dude just plugged something into his his skull. Exactly. Exactly. I'm in. I'm sold. I take my money. Oh, uh, he just he just downloaded his brain. I, I'm right. gonna I'm, I'm gonna comment over this. Here we go. Readme.txt. He's gonna he's, he's gonna spit in a toilet. <sighs> okay, never mind. I'm not gonna comment over this. No, don't. <laughs> Uh, Final Fantasy 12. You just bought the collector's edition. Should be here Friday. Yeah, I actually just got the email that it shipped. It will be here Friday. I was like, oh. I didn't play 12. I wanted to go back. We talk about this game occasionally. I wanted to go back and play. I have the original Black Cab copy. Um, but as 12? yeah, but as we both know, I'm that kind of asshole that likes to collect things. I like clutter. So, 
um, the collector's edition was actually originally a GameStop exclusive back when 12 first came out. Oh, really? Uh, I, didn't really I didn't know that. Yep. And it actually came in a nice tin case, had an, had a you know, well-designed instruction manual and like mini art book in it, I believe. And it also had the game and a bonus disc with like developer content on it. Um, and and the, the litho on the discs was obviously different than the one that's on the black tab and all this other kind of stuff. It's just really cool collectors. Uh, back when it first came out, the, the thing was like a hundred bucks. I think, I mean, it was ridiculously expensive and now, you know, that the, everybody's just flooded with them. Uh, so you can get them pretty cheap. I, I picked up mine uh, sealed for 17 bucks. Wow. And that's yeah. on the PS2? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I actually want to start a new game over. Like, I don't want to use my existing save because the one I have now, like, all the characters are, like, level 80. I, they're, they're pretty well boss characters. I, I just I just want to start a new game and go over again because we were, we were talking about that, I think, the episode before last and maybe even the last one, too. And uh, it just kind of stretched back in my mind so much. I was like, okay, I want to play it now. But I wanted the collector's edition for a really long time. I never had a chance to get it when it first came out, so now I'm scratching my itch. So you go from playing Persona 4 Golding 100 and some hours to Final Fantasy 12 for 100 hours. And Skyrim for about 250. How, how, how long do you think Final Fantasy 12 takes, will take you to finish? Now that I know how to beat it, um, if I do it like... I play most other games like this. It's probably going to take me about two weeks. So 100 hours, roughly speaking, yeah. Because what because what's going to happen is, in Final Fantasy 12, what happens is you get to a certain point where your characters are leveled and you have enough gambit slots that you can literally just set them up to go on their own. So what what you do is you is you'll, you'll set the gambits properly for you know your healer or your attacker or your you know whatever and you move them into an area and you just let them go. Like literally you set the fucking controller down and leave for like four hours. Now 12 is the one where they introduced the combat that's similar to what you find in like most MMOs, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Was the It's called okay. the it's called the Gambit system. All right. Yeah, I, you, I, 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 I kind of remember that now Now that you said that. That's yeah, you'll, you'll actually, starting to come back. You'll actually see the enemies moving around the map, right? And you can, it's not random encounters and other you know, traditional Final Fantasy games, you can actually run up to them and attack them, or you can run away from them after you've aggroed, or you can just avoid them altogether. Um, and they are, you know, there are mixed level enemies on the map, so some places will have enemies around your level, and then some of the other ones will have ones that you probably just shouldn't be fighting at that point in the game. Right. Um, but yeah, but the, what, the Gambit system is pretty much where the core of that, that meat is. It, you know, you, once you get your Gambit set up properly, that, like I said, you can literally, and I do it too, you can set the controller down, leave the game running for four, five, six hours, whatever, come back, and your guys are just, you know, farming levels. That's it. So you're basically just botting. Pretty much, yeah. Unattended combat macroing. It's against most of the rules of MMOs. This isn't an MMO. This is a <laughs> this is a local game, Joe. This is not your MMO. I, I I remember when twelve first came out and they they had talked about that old gambit system, and I had forgot what it was called. And I remember there was a lot of controversy about it because a lot of people really didn't want that style of combat in their single player game. 
Right. And I think that was that, that was actually um, that was actually my primary gripe when the game first came out. Because I'm like, oh fuck, here we go. I don't want an MMO on my console or right. this other crap. Because you, I, I'm not an MMO guy. I don't I don't go for those kinds of games. But once I sat down and actually immersed myself into it, I was, I think what attracted me was that it's local MMO. If that makes any sense. Like, it, it's the combat of an MMO, just not with the five-year-olds who piss you off. Right. If that kinda makes like, any sense. Kind of like playing through .hack. Sort of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so so that's that's what that is. Last one, Fallout New Vegas, Lonesome Road. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so this was another of those uh, interesting DLCs that I found out that I bought and didn't play. <laughs> You are just having all sorts of free surprises over there. I know it's it's amazing. So I I love dude. I love Fallout. Fallout is amazing. And and when I found out that Bethesda heard my cries for help for Fallout Four, I I cried because I want Fallout Four to be set in the Commonwealth so we can play with the androids, and that's going to be amazing. And that's what they're doing. They're giving that to me. They called me and said, "Greg, listen, we're going to give you this game. Just keep your pants on." So I'm going to keep my pants on for Bethesda so I can play some Fallout 4. But anyways, Lonesome Road. Yes, this is the one um, where you actually meet – I don't. have you ever played Fallout New Vegas? No, I have not. Okay, so to give you a little backstory, the main character in Fallout New Vegas is a guy named Courier 6. And he was basically carrying a package that had a platinum chip, blah, 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 blah. He gets drilled in the head. There was actually a guy who was supposed to take the Platinum Chip before Courier 6 did, but he saw his name and let him take the Platinum Chip instead and went off somewhere else. Um, Lonesome Rogue basically tells the story between this guy and Courier 6, and you actually end up fighting this guy at the end of the DLC. Oh, wow. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be really awesome. Now, I played the other the, the other New Vegas DLCs. Uh, War Blues was really good. Um I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember the other one that had the burn man in it. I, I, it's been a while. But yeah, this one was the only one that I found left in my gem collection that I hadn't played. So we're gonna go back and finish that. I, I've got some time in between twelve getting here, and you know, I'm, I've got a feeling I'm nearly complete with Dragonborn. Uh, so that's gonna be kind of my filler between twelve getting here. It's gonna be Lonesome Road. Cool. So yeah, it's as if I have, you know, clearly what we've learned here is I have nothing else better to do with my life. <laughs> well, I need to get back to some Persona 4, so I think we're at the end of an episode. We are calling it. Yeah! White Cow. If you have any questions for us, want to know anything, um, comments on the show, hit us up at whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at whatimplayingnow. Drop the G from playing and follow us on Facebook and I think that's about it. We'll be back next Monday with another show. We are in a double digits. Hopefully we got some good games coming up this week. I have no idea what I'm going to be playing. Um, just I'm trying gonna... to keep continue continue through Persona 4 and maybe I wanted to play some FIFA over the weekend and I didn't get a chance to. I haven't touched FIFA in forever. I'm going to play this nice game called uh, Cut Your Toenails. That sounds fun. I do that every so often myself. Dude, mine are out of control right now. That's 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 a shame. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. 
Go play some more games and let us know what you're playing now. We'll talk to you later. Peace.